Hi, and welcome to Parenting Today for Tomorrow podcast. My name is Josh Canaram. I'm one of the pastors here at Valleydale Church, and we are so excited that you've joined us on this journey through parenting. Our goal is simply this, to help you navigate the craziness that it is raising a child in this world. Our mission here at Valleydale is simple. We are generations helping our busy community know Christ and live for Him. And that's what we want to do. We want to help you raise a generation that knows Christ and lives for Him every day. Along the way, if you have any questions, we would love for you to send those on to parenting at valleydale.org. We would love as a staff or or, uh, as pastors to answer those questions. Also, in a future episode of the podcast, we'll be dealing with those big issues that you have in mind. Thank you for listening, and God bless. All right. Hey, welcome back to Parenting Today for Tomorrow podcast. My name is Josh Canaram, and I am your host. I'm the student pastor here at Valleydale, and I'm really excited today. Last episode, we talked about some very practical tips for how to disciple in your home, how to raise your children to know Christ and also to live for Him. And today, we're going to continue that discussion as we take a little bit of a turn to some practical steps of boundaries. And uh, Chuck McCammon, our children's pastor, is here. Chuck has been the children's pastor here at Valleydale for 21 years, uh, which is fantastic. That's an amazing thing. And uh, he has seen some generations come through this place to the point where he's doing weddings for some of his former students. Uh, A few. Uh, Yeah. And they're adults, so this they're, is not. Yeah, yeah. I had and, to get a waiver for a couple. That's amazing, and <laughs> and it's just a cool cool way to invest in this church and, and have a legacy here. Uh, but today we want to talk about boundaries. Mm-hmm. This is one of the hardest as a student pastor. I'm sure as a children's pastor, boundaries in parenting is one of the the struggles. I think is how do we figure out where where do we put those boundaries? How do we not over commit to the boundaries? But how do we make sure we have something there? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, so tell me, just how would you just start off by defining boundaries? A boundary is just simply something that divides this from that. Um, we have things like the walls in our home. We do. Uh, fences, other things that, that keep things apart and separate, uh, usually for protection um, or to help uh, create an environment where there's some separateness, which is always a good thing, um, but we don't want to over define the boundaries so that we're excluded yeah. uh, from the world around us. That's great. Well, and in, in today we're talking about this idea of relational boundaries. Right. And uh, now you have had some experience. It's always good to make sure we have earned our stripes first. Uh, you, have, uh, you have a college student. You have well, you have two college students two. now. And yeah. then you have a fourth, fifth grader. Fifth grader. Fifth grader. And, uh, man, that's, that's a great Mm-hmm. List of experience right there. Well, the, the the interesting thing is, is when you bring a child home from the hospital, yeah, you're doing everything. So you 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 have very few boundaries that you can enforce. Right, you're having to clothe and feed and nurture the child, do everything for them. But then you soon begin to allow them to feed themselves. You allow them to go to the restroom by themselves. You allow them to clothe themselves. Uh, and it's not a one day thing. You're not doing right. it this way next day the the next. But you begin to hand that off, and so you begin to push the boundary a little bit and begin to give them some independence, but with independence comes some boundaries. Mm -hmm. And you're also training your children to begin to set and maintain their own. That's good. And I think that's that's one of the hardest parts, but one of the most important Mm -hmm. parts is that they would understand and, and, and desire even to respect those boundaries, live by those boundaries, and then grow sure. from those. Uh, well, tell me a little bit about th- this idea of why we would need boundaries in sure. parenting. 
Well, one of the first things that comes to mind when I think about why we need to have boundaries is uh, we're created in God's image. Yeah. And God is a God of boundaries. Uh, you think of Deuteronomy 6, when uh, the nation of Israel is getting ready to go into the promised land. Moses delivers this message, and he says, basically, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And basically, their love of God was tied to obeying his commands, mm-hmm. or in other words, respecting his boundaries. Yeah. And so, created in his image, we should be people of boundaries, because he is a God of boundaries. Another reason is because we have limitations. Yeah. Um, I can't be in two places at once. Uh, I can't be in my office working and be here now. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a decision to make to do one or the other. I only have so much money to spend. I can't buy everything I would like. Uh, I, I, I can't um, have enough. I, I don't have enough energy to do all the things in a day that I would like to do. Yeah, uh, and things like that. So I have limitations. You have limitations. And in life, when my limitations do not meet or exceed what my wants or needs are, then I have to go outside myself. And when I do. To get my needs and wants met, then sometimes I transgress your boundaries, mm-hmm. and then there's conflict. Yeah. I think parenting is a great way to know your limitations. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe before children, you think, I am, I am infinite. I have all kinds of time. I have all kinds of energy. I have all kinds of money. Yeah. And then uh, you start to slowly realize those things are slipping away. You don't have as much control as you think you do. You don't have as much... Uh, energy, your time, all of that, you just start to realize is is being used up and, and you're in a deficit sometimes. Sure. Uh, right. And when your children come, they any margin that you did have, they just suck it up. Yeah. It's gone. That's right. And you're redlining right. a good bit of the time. Yeah. And, and the difficulty in that and the importance of establishing good boundaries is because when you are redlining in any of your personal resource areas, your time, your energy, your money, whatever it is, Whenever you're having shortfalls, you begin to feel fatigued, yeah. angry, upset, uh, anxious. You can have fear. You have anxiety. You can even get into depression, yeah. and that's not a good place to be. So yeah. setting boundaries allows you to create margin, protect the margin, so that you're, you're safe and well and healthy, mm-hmm. and so then you can be a healthy parent. Yeah, I feel like a lot of my uh, apologies to my children come from those mm-hmm. times when I have become overwhelmed, not just in, in parenting, but in work, in Money, you know, the car needs fixed, so I've now Absolutely. spent more money. And, and suddenly, I'm not a very good parent. Like, those are not the peak times where I am, I'm doing a good job. And so this is 100%. I'm tracking with you yeah. and love to see those, those boundaries. Uh, and I think that's the first thing, maybe, is just being aware mm-hmm. that, that boundaries are necessary. That we have to have them. And, and having some self-awareness for us, realizing that I'm not who I want to be right now, and there are some things I can control. There's some things I can put in place. And so let's, let's try to get there. Uh, you know, you and your spouse combined to work on that and, and figure sure. out way to go forward. That's perfect. Um, and a lot of your boundaries come out of those things. So, for example, uh, my wife Tamara was helpful in me recognizing this as a need in my own life. Yeah. Um, recently, we redid our flooring. Mm-hmm. And so as the flooring got finished, we could bring the furniture back. We brought the bigger pieces back first before all the smaller pieces fit in. And as just looking around the living room or the den and seeing the bigger pieces in place, there was space where the smaller stuff used to be. Yeah. But this space was like, oh, wow, it's just refreshing to have this extra space, this mm-hmm. margin, you might say. Yeah. And I, and I made the comment to her, 
maybe let's be selective about what the smaller pieces are that come back in. Right. Because this just feels really nice. Yeah. And as my kids were younger, um, I would come home from work and Tamara would work really hard to make sure dinner was ready or soon ready when I got home. Mm -hmm. And one day she stopped and she said, is it more important to you that, that dinner's ready when the kids, when you get home or that the house is a little bit picked up? Well, going back to the flooring illustration, it's better for me if there's a little bit of space, a little bit of margin, a little bit of cleanliness, not, not white glove test, right? but just generally picked up. It just, I don't know. There's a sense of just peace that comes over me. Yeah. We'll eat dinner at some point, you know? And so I said, no, Tamara, I think it's more important. And she was worried so much about dinner was killing herself to make sure dinner was ready when really what just needed was just have the kids help pick up a little bit. And all of a sudden my attitude, my, my, uh, relationship and connection with my kids was was better yeah. because I, was, I felt less stressed. Absolutely. And that is, again, the, when we feel out of control, mm-hmm. uh, everything suffers. Relationships, work even suffers, uh, home life, sleep, which is very important. Uh, all Correct. of that, that can suffer. And so the goal, I think, is for us to figure out how can we get back in, into some sure. sense of control. I don't think as parents you ever really feel that in control, but you can at least be more in control. Correct. And, and so I think that is a great goal. And so let's talk a little bit about boundaries. Yeah. Now, sometimes we do try to set boundaries. Sure. But they're, they're, maybe it's not the best way to do it. And so talk a little bit about what happens when we have um, maybe tried boundaries before, mm-hmm. but they're still fuzzy. Sure. Uh, there are a lot of reasons why we get anxious and get out of, out of sorts and out of control. Mm-hmm. And, and that is we have fuzzy boundaries. And some of the reasons we do that is um, we kind of take over what our kids could do for themselves. Yeah. Um, for example, uh, their homework. Um, we, we try Absolutely. to help them with their homework, make sure they're getting the, cor- the right answers, make sure it's getting turned in on time. Um, we might do chores around the house because we can do it more efficiently and, sure. and do it right. Right. Um, rather than allowing our kids to maybe not do it to the level we would, mm-hmm. but it's being patient enough to let them succeed in that. Right. Uh, you know, other things that we can do is we can begin to resent saying yes. Yeah. When we didn't need to. Mm-hmm. And so we've said yes to this, but now we're, we're angry. We're frustrated. We're, we're mad at ourselves for giving in. We're maybe upset at the at the scenario. Maybe upset at our child because now we've got to host this thing that we didn't really want to be part of to begin with. Right. But they kind of begged us and begged us, and so we said yes. Yeah. And so now we're stuck, and we we get out of sorts because of that. Mm. Um, sometimes when we hear our inner voice saying, you know, um, I should say no. I should say no. Yeah. Um, Go ahead and say no. Yeah. Especially when that voice is getting louder and louder. That, that's, a, that's a good red flag. You know, I see this a lot, with, especially working with students. They are so busy. Mm-hmm. And the parents have become really, and they would tell you this, just kind of glorified taxi services and, uh, and fundraising uh, specialists. Sure. Because they're raising money for the activities, and they are driving everybody everywhere. And, and the kids, even themselves, sometimes are pretty exhausted, but the parents are 100% exhausted. Mm-hmm. You go to work. You finish your day, and now you have a whole nother set of responsibilities getting people there. On top of that, you have homework and just your basic things to take care of the house. Uh, and, and, again, that, that ability to say no mm-hmm. is is incredibly important. And to say no to your child. Now, it doesn't mean you don't want the best for your child. Sure. In fact, it's the opposite. Because sure. my household doesn't function very well when I have said yes to too many things. Correct. Uh, 
and so everybody's better. Those mm-hmm. weekends where plans get canceled, mm-hmm. like it rains out things, those are some of the most peaceful those weekends I have. Those and that's a sign maybe that we should yeah. <laughs> back off. Well, there was a lady that came up here at the church yesterday and was asking for her, her basketball team was practicing in the gym, mm-hmm. and she asked me, could I lower some goals? And I knew that to lower the goals the way she wanted was going to be hand cranked. Oh, no thanks. And there were three of them, and it was going to take me 15 minutes, and I was going to break a sweat, and the shirt I was in, I didn't need to do that. Um, and I just made a decision. I want to help this lady. Yeah. If I could have pushed a button and done it, I would have. If I would have had more time than this was going to allow, I would have. But I had to make a decision. I didn't want to let her down. Yeah. But you know what? I think her chances of making state are the same That's today true. as they were. You get a little extra power on the shot, <laughs> yeah. you know? You know, and, um, you know, but I did put her in touch with someone who could get her goals lowered from this point forward. That's great. So, you know, it's, it's about assessing what my needs are versus what my child's needs are yeah. and figuring out what I can accomplish, what, what I need to accomplish. Yeah, and I think that's a great point is sometimes as parents we feel like the right thing to do is to sacrifice all of our needs, is to assume right. that we, we don't have needs. It's only about our children. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a saying, people use it all the time, but, you know, putting that oxygen mask on yourself first before helping your child, right. it, it can come into play, especially in the home situation. Well, you talk about the needs of the child versus the needs of the adult. The child has a need to be told no. Yeah, the child right. has a need to learn how to be deal with disappointment. That's right. There's a place for that and a time for that. And, yeah, and recognizing that time is important. Yeah, we don't want to give our children too much credit yet. They're growing. They're becoming right. mature, but they don't actually know. Uh, they, no, they don't. They don't know when it's the best time to stop. No. I, if my child ever said, "You know what? I think I'm, I think I've played enough video games today. I'm going <laughs> to actually take a break tomorrow too because I probably went overboard and right. I'm just going to focus on myself." No, it'd be would, all Fortnite yeah. all the time. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's why we have to, to have to do it. In fact, for me, it's I actually have to pause football games if we're watching football at night mm-hmm. in order for our children to go to sleep, because will uh, my son will watch if if it's if there's movement on the screen in a football form, he is mesmerized and and cannot pull himself away. Right. He will back towards the door, come back. It's physical, so physically I've impossible. The pause button is my boundary. So you know, sometimes it's not. Mind-blowing things. It's right, just right. a remote control. It can be simple. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, tell me a little bit about boundaries. When we talk about boundaries, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about why you think we allow ourselves to have uh, these fuzzy boundaries. Um, well, to have a fuzzy boundary is pretty easy to do. Um, yeah, you don't reason, have to be consistent. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to have healthy, firm boundaries is, is difficult work. That's right. Because uh, not only do you have to think through what the boundary should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to set the boundary, explain the boundary, but you also have to police the boundary. Yeah. And a lot of us don't like being the, the, the bad cop. No. We want to be the good cop. We want to be the, we want our kids to like us. Uh, we want our kids to be happy. In fact, a lot of times we think that it rests with us to make our kids happy all the time. That's right. And to keep their happiness quotient really high. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, those are some of the reasons why there, there are others. Um, you know, we, we do feel the need to be needed, um, and, and as a parent sometimes. And so we just we have a hard time saying no is yeah. what it boils down to. I think that's right. And I think like, like what you said, when we come to that point where, A, we're already out of energy and mm-hmm. it would require even more energy to enforce these boundaries, mm-hmm. to keep reminding the same thing over and over, or, or to make new rules and change the course of the family. Sometimes yeah. boundaries can significantly shift the flow of the family, the flow of the schedule. Right. Um, but I've very rarely ever met somebody who 
established some healthy boundaries and said, man, I really, I really wrecked this family. Oh no, no, that, that's rare to find. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, this is fantastic. What we're going to do next in our next episode, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about some steps in defining these boundaries. How do we set the boundaries? What are wise boundaries to have and some really practical maneuvers in, in just trying to make sure everybody understands where they are and also mm-hmm. understands, um, why they're beneficial. And so I want to thank you guys for joining us. I hope this has been really helpful for you as we continue on in this podcast. I do want to remind you, if you have any questions or just would like some advice, please feel free to email parenting at valleydale.org. That's an opportunity for us to, to respond to your questions. And then at the end of the episodes, uh, we are going to have one that is just simply focused on addressing some of the issues that are raised through that email. And so we would love to hear from you and we'd love to get, uh, get your feedback. Uh, again, we th- think that this has been uh, such an important resource for our parents. Uh, we know that parenting is hard. Parenting is difficult. And we want to be with you on that journey of helping you uh, lead your child to, to knowing Christ and living for him. So thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We hope you found this podcast encouraging and helpful as you raise your child. If you have any questions, send those on to parenting at valleydale.org. We'll see you next time.